0: Hello and welcome to our new podcast, Friday Night Insights. This is Sam, and I am here with Mac-
1: Mackenzie.
0: Mackenzie, oh. <laughs> Mackenzie is my cousin. And tell me about yourself. Who is Mackenzie?
1: Um, I'm Mackenzie. I don't do a whole lot.
0: Nice. Mackenzie work. works. <laughs> and I, I read. Yeah, she reads. That's the main thing. We need someone literate on this podcast. Yeah, we
1: need someone who knows how to read, which is (laughs) why I'm here.
0: So one for two is pretty good odds. Uh, I'm Sam. I teach voice lessons and I make YouTube videos and I watch a lot of TV. So we are going to be talking about Friday Night Lights from season one through the end of Friday Night Lights Which is a lot of episodes. This is a
1: big commitment.
0: It is a huge commitment. Why did
1: we decide on this in about, like, 30 seconds?
0: Because it's great. It's great. So, um... I mean,
1: I guess we're cousins, so, like, we're gonna be around.
0: We're gonna be around. Um, I love this show. I have seen the whole thing through, like, one and a half times, I think, is all. I didn't watch it when it was originally airing, but... It's one of my favorite shows in the world. Meanwhile, Kenzie has not seen this show at all, so we're going to get a few different sort of angles for this show. Um, yeah, last, last
1: night was uh, my first time watching any amount of Friday Night Lights. Nice. So, you know. Okay. Exciting things happening.
0: So, we are just going to dive right into this, I guess. Um Yeah. Teen dramas are my favorite thing in the world. It's my favorite genre of television. Um, The OC. Why
1: do we do Gossip Girl?
0: Because we're doing Friday Night Lights. (laughs) (laughs) And we've both seen Gossip Girl. Maybe that'll be a future one, but I want to do Friday Night Lights. (laughs) So deal with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're doing Friday Night Lights. Uh,
0: What are some of your uh, other favorite teen dramas, though? What are some that you have seen?
1: What are teen what are the I'm um, Gil, does Gilmore Girls count?
0: I think it's close. It's like right on the it's edge, like yeah. Like
1: drama-ish. Yeah, and um, it's
0: it's the teens are present. The um teen, yeah,
1: there is a teen. There are a few teens. There are
0: multiple teens. You've got Lane, yeah. you've got you've yeah. got teens. It's Dean a teen and drama. Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. it's a teen yeah. drama. It's a teen yeah. drama. Um, um so Gilmore Girls Gilmore Girls
1: um, Gossip Girl obviously cuz anyone who doesn't like that is trash.
0: Who shots fired um, early.
1: <laughs> this is going to be half of this show is me firing shots at you at other things.
0: <laughs> Mostly <laughs> at me, but uh, the OC, have you seen that all the way through? I haven't
1: seen the OC. You should watch I, like, the OC. I feel like teen dramas were really, oh, I get like, I'm trying to think of teen dramas that are like my, aid, like, that were around when I was in high school. And the only one I can think of was one that I wasn't allowed to watch. Um, Secret Life of the American Teenager.
0: Oh, I never watched that one. I watched, Uh, like,
1: a season of it, and then my mom was like, yeah, you're not watching this.
0: They really found their their stride in the early 2000s. We had Freaks and Geeks, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't seen that either. Oh, it's brilliant. It's such a good show. And that launched so many careers of, like, everyone who's big in comedy. Um, Mm -hmm. Just all of that Judd Apatow scene. Uh, Gossip Girl... That was kind of mid-2000s, right? And that was his second attempt yeah. at a teen drama. And Friday Night Lights, also just right in the middle of it. So Friday I mean, Night... I really
1: appreciate, like, teen drama movies. Yeah? Those are fun. Mean Girls. Like, all of, all of the teen... Yeah, Mean Girls is fun. Like, Bring It On. Oh, The Fosters. I watched The Fosters. Like, that's a newer one. Pretty Little Liars I watched some of.
0: So we have some experience in it. Yeah, like um, I've
1: seen them for sure.
0: Okay, so let's just talk a little bit about Friday night lights. We, yeah. We're some Friday night insights. So, if you Google it, it has a ninety-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's I'm huge.
1: going to be the decider of whether or not that is actually accurate.
0: You're the because real I've rotten never tomato? Seen it before. Okay.
1: Yeah, I've been called that many times in this life.
0: Okay. And then at underneath it the little blurb says After being ousted as Dylan High's football coach, Coach Eric Taylor must build a team from the ground up at East. Wait, what? No, this is all lies. That's that's not the main show. Okay, (laughs) I was gonna say he's he has not been ousted. Yes,
1: spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, there's no point in doing this now.
0: (laughs) Now that we have everything already known, that it, it is frustrating. Okay, That's what, rude. Were, what were your first insights from watching these Friday nights?
1: <laughs> first insights. Uh, there are a lot of characters.
0: There are a lot of characters.
1: Like, And I'm sure that I'll catch up and like learn all of their names, but it's hard learning it is, all of their names is. in one episode.
0: This first episode is so much exposition. I mean, yeah. you, you get a little bit with every single character, but... You, but the, it makes
1: it so overwhelming, like, it, it makes me wonder if it would have been better if they, like, started focusing on one and building, bringing people in.
0: I get where but, you're coming like, from, yeah. Whatever,
1: it was just a lot, it was overwhelming. I had, part of my notes is just, like, a list of characters um, as they came into the scene. So the first character is Grandma.
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you think about Grandma. From this um, first scene. Well,
1: so I think that Matt doesn't like her very much because he made her tuna sandwiches, so...
0: I think that Matt Saracen loves his grandma more than anything.
1: But he made her tuna sandwiches.
0: Do you not like tuna?
1: Who does? Like, that's last resort meal. Oh, I don't up. not like
0: it. <laughs>
1: but I would never, like, make my grandma a tuna sandwich out of love.
0: Do you think that he's making them... Um, every single day and trying to kill her with mercury poisoning (laughs) yes gosh that really does set up this character as a little bit more evil that's for sure
1: look that was just my first impression of matt was that he must not like grandma
0: the first thing that you hear in this show is an explosions in the sky song and explosions in the sky is one of my favorite bands of all time and so I get goosebumps while watching the show within 10 seconds.
1: They have a lot of like montage scenes. Like they're not actually montages because montages are typically like flip going through a bunch of different pictures or videos. But it's like one scene and there's no dialogue. It's just slow motion with music. And it's dramatic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: suppose it's a teen drama. So.
0: It is a teen drama and they're very successful at that. Um, so Explosions in the Sky is a band from Austin, and most of this show was filmed in the Austin surrounding area. So another reason I wanted to watch this again is if there's any chance of me moving to Austin in the next few years, Which I just I need advise to... advise that you
1: don't, but, you know. But who
0: knows? Things happen, and I just need to get back in that state of mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta be a Texan.
0: You gotta be a Texan. Explosions in the Sky is so proud of being Texan. Almost every time that I've seen them live, they've had a Texas flag just draped across one of their amps. Um,
1: Is anyone who's from Texas not, like, wildly, probably disproportionately proud of being from Texas? I don't think so. Yeah, like, I think that's just texas
0: it's the republic of texas and people are I guess really Gaby was technically
1: born in texas but she doesn't to be fair she only lived there for a few months but.
0: yeah so Gabby is your sister um she is not a texan i don't know that's a good thought uh, at what point of living in texas does it overtake everything because it is a kind of phenomena everyone who's mm-hmm. been there
1: And if you move to Texas, will that happen to you if you live there for a certain amount of time?
0: I don't know. I need input. Like, what
1: is the threshold?
0: I need to know. I mean...
1: Hello, if any of our five listeners out there is from Texas, will you please um, provide some insight? This is is Friday Night Insights, so... Very
0: presumptuous, thinking that five people would listen to this.
1: (laughs) Well, like, me, you...
0: I'm not listening to this.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to. (laughs) There's
0: no way I'm gonna listen back to this.
1: Um, I feel like we could convince my sisters to listen to it.
0: Yeah, that's bribery though, and that's a different thing. Maybe. Maybe most of
1: our five listeners will be bribed.
0: Okay. So I had goosebumps in the first ten seconds. They're already tying in production with music and making that like a huge, heavy part of this show is how music is used on top of either these montage shots to make, to build drama and explosions in the sky is also a post-rock band, which post-rock takes forever to build. And it goes from like really, really soft parts to really, really loud parts right after each other. And it, it just fits in very well to me. Um, I wish that I cared about anything as much as the people in Dylan care about high school football.
1: Oh my gosh, they care about football so much. And I. so here's the thing. I know very little about football. Okay. Is that going to be a
0: problem? I don't think so. I think that the main thing that you need to know is it's a sport and they care (laughs) a lot about it.
1: Oh, well then I got that. I'm good. They spent like, okay, literally half of this episode was a football game.
0: Yeah, it was pretty heavy with this one. But I mean, all of the jargon with it you almost didn't need to know what any of yeah, them meant. Yeah, no. Like, you right? need to know
1: the drama of... Was it Jason? I mean, that's getting Street? ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... so
0: we need to start going over all of these characters. So um, this is your turn.
1: Because there are a lot of characters and I have a list of characters. <laughs> Correct.
0: Exactly <for> that reason.
1: <laughs> so, and I'm sure that I missed some of the characters. Um, there's Grandma, which... Okay. And Matt. Um, Grandma is matt's grandma Um, we don't know her real name at this point i have a feeling they're not going to characterize her as much as she deserves
0: Uh, so as Um, you're going through these i would love for you to make predictions about how big of characters they're gonna be
1: okay so here's the thing i thought it matt's gonna be a big character i think okay that's my prediction is that like my prediction is that this series it well, okay, here's the thing. It's how many seasons is it?
0: A lot. Um is it a lot? I think it's only five.
1: But still, like it, it makes he's a sophomore and there are five seasons, which I'm assuming, you know, one season, one year.
0: Five seasons, seventy-six so episodes. I think the the yeah.
1: bulk of the early portion of this show will be Matt is like sort of one of the main people.
0: Matt Saracen, Just, yes,
1: yeah, Matt Saracen. Um, because so most of this episode was spent with him and his buddy. I don't remember the name of his buddy. The character that I wrote down was the police oh. guy from Game Night. No, so he played a police guy in oh, Game Night. Landry,
0: Landry. Um, he was. He's, he's in like Breaking Matt Bad. Saracen's too. buddy, right? Maybe no, he is. It's Landry. Sure. So in Breaking Bad, like the Bad, blonde
1: police guy in Game Night, who's really creepy.
0: Right. So have you seen Game Night? I have. It's a good show. It's I very like good. that movie. I like it a lot. But in Breaking Bad, that character plays, you know, a not too great dude. So um, from everything he's done outside of this show, he's been a not too great dude, right? Well, okay, yeah. Um, well, he
1: wasn't necessarily like a bad dude in Game Night.
0: What was his he, character?
1: So his character was the police officer who lived next door. Uh huh. Um, that had like recently gotten divorced and was very like Clean-y. still not good after his divorce. And yeah, so bad. Had lost all of his friends. Well, no, <laughs> like he just he's not bad.
0: Maybe he's just maybe going through that...
1: some shit.
0: I have really bad opinions of him based on Breaking Bad. Like, he's just a okay, creepo of well, a dude, and it does feel like he's been typecast and everything since, but that could definitely that be my own perception. Uh, don't on. let your mom affect it. Well, is
1: are we going to make all sorts of mom jokes? Probably. Mom jokes? That's who we are. Okay, <sighs> um, so then we had got Billy. Not really. Billy, okay, that was the scene where, like, there was a dude on a couch with a girl. Oh, it's Billy.
0: Billy's Tim's brother, right? Tim Riggins.
1: I don't. So I don't think we're on the same page as who Tim Riggins is.
0: OK, we mm-hmm. haven't actually gotten to Tim Riggins yet. Tim Riggins is the super hottie.
1: Oh, so here's the thing. I didn't decide which. This is getting ahead of ourselves. Never mind. Tim Riggins. I'm Googling it. Sorry if there's like tappy taps. Oh yeah, no. Um, so that's not Matt Saracen's friend that I was talking about. No. No, that no, was Landry. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's Landry, there's Billy.
0: Billy Riggins, who is Tim Riggins' brother. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. And then, then that same scene, Tim comes into it. There's the girl who I don't know her name, but she was like On him. On him. Tyra. Um yeah, Tyra's Tyra, the sure. blonde
0: one. Mm-hmm. Tyra. Well, you'll or... get it. You'll get it. You'll get it very quickly. So um, this first this first episode really is so much exposition, but then yeah. it becomes like very small stories that are driven and we, we learn everyone real quick.
1: Yeah. Um so then there's Tanya, which is like the mom of a cheerleader. I think Lila. Lila's mom. Yeah. Possibly. Um Coach Taylor. Uh Brian. Josie, which is the coach's daughter. Um, and she's kind of a look, I don't like her so far in this episode.
0: we've she's but, only had that one scene though, right? where she's had Saracen two. and Landry were coming up to her
1: the, yeah, she had that scene and then the scene at the car dealership um, right, but like, I'm mostly making my judgment based on the t- scene with Matt and Landry,
0: yeah, she was not nice to them.
1: she wasn't nice, like, I mean, I get not wanting to hang out with football players when your dad's the coach. But so there was a nicer way to
0: go about that. And what do you she think she not. should have done?
1: Like, hey, I'm reading. I like to read in peace. Because she was reading. She was reading Moby Dick. Do you and, think that like, that's
0: foreshadowing anything? The the choice in book?
1: Oh, so it it prompted me to have a category in my notes about books. I don't know if, like literary references will be big, but I have it here just in case. Because I'm hoping that literary references will be big. Like sort of like how in Gilmore Girls there's always a book. I kind of want that to be a thing. I don't have high hope.
0: <laughs> we'll see.
1: <laughs> um there so I put the Panthers down as a character because I think it will be characterized.
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Um Lila is What's his face's boyfriend?
0: Lila is uh, Streets. Jason Streets. Yeah, Jason girlfriend. Streets'
1: boyfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah, that. Correct. And then there's Jason Street. Those are all the characters I got down. I'm sure I missed some. That's a there pretty was also good start. The mayor.
0: Though. Yeah, yeah, kind of secondary characters. Yeah. Um, okay, so lots of exposition. They really want to win. They being Dylan.
1: They... Okay, so like, one of the things that I. Another section in my notes is, like, issues. What issues are going to come up and, like, possibly be themes in this show? And one of them that I wrote down was expectations of others. Mm. Like, that sort, when the entire, I mean, this must be a small town. I don't know how big it is. But it must be fairly small. Um, Just considering that the mayor brought up the football team at a car dealership opening. That's not a thing that happens in, like, Phoenix. Right. It's not, not a thing. Um, so it must be a big town, and that entire town is just like banking on them winning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what kind of those kinds of expectations are not easy, especially mm-hmm. for teenagers to deal with. Exactly. And so, I think my my prediction is that that will be the bulk of what the drama from this show is focused on.
0: Is unmet is expectations
1: like managing and managing expectations and unmet expectations and yeah
0: going from that we we have super high expectations for the panthers in general but they spend a good chunk of time in this episode talking about street about jason street his expectations about he's he's gonna go to the pros and it's it's heavy i mean i cannot imagine being a 17 year old and having that much of my life kind of predetermined in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, and if you don't make it, that's just such a mental. Well, weight. okay.
1: And then can we can we skip ahead to the end of the football? Well, not the end of the football game, but what happens in the middle of the football game in the yeah. show? Like, can we bring that up now?
0: Okay. Um, so there's the season opener. This the episode starts with just a ton of exposition. It's showing Coach Taylor. He's the new coach, uh, and just showing all of that the expectations that come with being a new coach. It, it really is yeah. just setting up expectations for the entire yeah. first half of it. Then the season opener is Dylan versus Westerby. In the first half, Dylan kills it. Uh, and then in the second no, half... No, no,
1: no, First half...
0: Didn't well, they, so they, they started, started up strong, like 14-0. But then,
1: yeah, they started at 14-0 and then they got taken over. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. And so the second half, they come out completely out of sorts adjustments that Westerby made are really messing with the Panthers and they end up down 10 so the score is 24 to 14 uh it's a third and five the third down and they have to get five yards in order to keep having the ball and they are at the Panther 38 street throws an interception and ends up having to play more of a defensive role so he has to tackle a guy who caught the interception um what happens it doesn't go well it doesn't go well it
1: doesn't go well um so, I mean, maybe I should rewatch this scene. But, like, he, ended up, he ends up injured. Yeah. And he's on the ground and he's not moving. Um, So, obviously, they pull out medical professionals onto the field. And it's, you know, this is a teen drama, so it's all super dramatic. But that's also a thing that would be super dramatic in real life. So, I can't mm-hmm. really fault them for that. Um, But, like... Parents run onto the field. He's not moving. They get him onto a stretcher, take him to the hospital. It's some sort of spinal injury, as far as I can tell. And they have to go into surgery, which he's like, he's not going to play this season. There is no way that he will be playing this season. And like the, I mean, with the sort of expectations that have been placed on him, like, I'm sure that for him, this means that his entire future is over out the window
0: completely ended
1: everything that he thought he was going to be doing like that's gone
0: that sucks like it really sucks but then we get some beauty right after when our good friend Matt Saracen gets put in with just under three minutes to go okay
1: Matt looked so tiny compared to all of the other football players yeah he looked tiny very small
0: He's, but, like... He's not as big as these other guys. Um, and then
1: he started out... It was a really rough start, like, which makes sense because he was thrown in completely unexpectedly.
0: So, the, he seems scattered. He calls the wrong play first and gets sacked on his first touch. Mm-hmm. The second throw, he hits it off one of his teammates on, on the back. The yeah. third play, though, is a handoff to Smash, who gets him a first down. So, that gets be I did think a... it
1: was really cool. It seemed like all of the teammates, like... Sort of understood. Like, they didn't seem mad at him.
0: At Saracen? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They seemed really understanding of, like, he's shaken right now. And that's where this is coming from. And, like, the coach was also also really, seemed really understanding. So I like
0: that. Yeah. It was was good. They have a team. They love each other. Except for Smash and Tim Riggins, who do not like each other at all. So, yeah, is that
1: the where the racism issue was brought up in like yeah, one of those interviews?
0: It was. Yeah. So Smash is uh, an African American player. Yeah. And Tim Riggins is not. He is a white man and he has a lot of alcohol problems. And at the very beginning, with all of this exposition, they start, you know, planting the seeds that these two are gonna have some trouble as it goes along. But when they're actually playing together, both of them have really successful plays during this sequence and um Smash gets a touchdown in the next play, and then they need to... They're still down by a few points, so they have to do an onside kick, which is a really risky play, but they do it successfully, and Tim Riggins comes up with all the glory. Um, the next play is a Statue of Liberty play, which is famous in my life because Boise State did it in 2006, and it was one of was the plays... Was Fiestable? It was the Fiestable, yeah, so... That was one of the plays that got me to like football, was the Statue of Liberty play.
1: That, so, that's, like, one of the few games that I've actually spent any time watching in my life, because my parents were at the game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, I'll put it on on the TV. And, like, the end of that game was phenomenal.
0: Oh, it's a great game. Amazing game. Boise State versus... I can't remember. I think it was like Oklahoma? Oklahoma or something. Oklahoma
1: Sooners, I think.
0: Yeah. And they just, so the Statue of Liberty is kind of a trick play. And mm-hmm. um, it shows that, you know, he's, he's getting really comfortable with it. He's able to start doing some of these weird plays that you wouldn't just do every single time. I've never played football. I could be totally off with all of this. Um, but mm, it was no successful. They keep advancing it. The clock is going down. And then Saracen... On this last play, they only have time for one more play. The clock completely winds down, so whatever happens now is what ends the game. Uh, he runs around, he drops two defenders, and then throws a hail mary to win the game. Immediately following, they go into a prayer. Smash starts talking. He's praying. Um, it's they're they're really highlighting what's important to this town, and that's football and faith. And they bring that up over and over in this. um, Coach Taylor does the majority of this prayer, which I thought was actually a really lovely quote. And it kind of just sets up what the rest of the series is going to be about. So he says, Give all of us gathered here tonight the strength to remember that life is so very fragile. We are all vulnerable and we will all at some points in our lives fall. We will all fall. We must carry this in our hearts, that what we have is special, that it can be taken from us, and that when it is taken from us, we will be tested. We will be tested to our very souls. We will now all be tested. It is these times, it is this pain that allows us to look inside ourselves. And that's how the, the pilot ends, is just with that. Yeah, that's
1: a great quote. Um, but it also so like I didn't take a I didn't take many notes I need to stop saying like I didn't take many notes on like the faith aspect of it which maybe I should have focused on a bit more Um, but it also it makes me wonder if a show like this could pilot in
0: 2019
1: and be successful why? I think I just think that the presence of like, faith in shows has dramatically gone down. Mm. Um,
0: it's also a show about and, Texas, though, and I feel like that's still a big part of Texas.
1: Oh, yeah. I think it I think it would do great in Texas, but, like, would it stuff. do... Yeah, I don't know. Like, would it do as well today? It's an
0: interesting thought. I think it probably would. Um, I... The fact that I'm not religious makes me sometimes forget how much of the world is it's still a real big part especially in yeah. these small towns and everything and it with this first episode we're really just planting a bunch of different seeds yeah
1: um yeah and you can tell that faith is going to be a huge aspect of yeah. of this show
0: okay so that's the first episode lots of exposition a terrible injury but we don't know exactly what's going to happen
1: i mean we and sort of know
0: we know he's not gonna play we know we know but we still don't know exactly what that means there's still going to be the drama
1: around it and like you know him learning that he's never like he's not never he might be able to play again eventually but that he won't be able to like fulfill the expectations of everyone around him because I'm pretty sure his family probably has also sort of been heavy on the football is what you're gonna do path Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll see where it goes from there. So one of the questions that I had about the show before starting it was like, and this is sort of a question with all teen dramas, but will there be like a specific direction for the show? Is there like an end goal? Or is it just going to be about like the ins and outs of high school football?
0: What do you think an end goal could be?
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't anticipate an end goal because, it, like, and that's why I asked the question because I was like, "What? What would an end goal be if there were one?" Just,
0: like, what are they trying to teach us?
1: Yeah. What's the purpose? What is the point?
0: There's How did they pitch it to the questions. network? Um, this is going like, to be the best show ever. And then NBC was like, okay, I believe it. And then they made it the sounds best show legit. ever.
1: <laughs> sounds legit. <laughs> That's how
0: it works, right?
1: Um, I'm pretty sure no.
0: What are some of your favorite quotes from this? Did you write any down?
1: So I wrote a couple of quotes down. And like, oh, I hate myself. Stop saying like. Okay, so one big one. <laughs> Is with expectations like this, the only place you can go is down. Mm. And I think that that has already sort of presented itself in the first episode with Jason. Uh, already went down. Already went down, and he there were massive expectations surrounding him. And then there was like some weird old lady at the car dealership opening. <laughs>
0: Wait, I'm going to guess which quote, because I wrote the same one, I think. Have you ever blitzed an older woman? You know you could.
1: (laughs) So mine was actually the line leading into that. I'm so confused about what a blitz is. It sounds so sexual.
0: But it doesn't have to be, but she made it.
1: She made it very sexual. And that's creepy, ma'am.
0: But Tim Riggins is like... One of the hottest dudes. Oh my gosh. So they're they're just setting that up as he is wanted. Well, yeah.
1: well, and I also I think it's interesting how much women can get away with saying mm. with regards to like making sexual comment like if a man said something along those lines like a fifty sixty year old man said something along those lines to me, shit's gonna go down.
0: Yeah. No good. I'm not going to be thrilled. No good.
1: But it's like a totally different dynamic or at least like the reaction to those things is very different when it's coming from a woman.
0: There is still a little bit of a different expectation, I think, of what sexual harassment is based on gender, the gender of whoever is perpetrating it and whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like there has been some progress made in the last 10 years since oh, this yeah, started, but there's definitely still a little bit of a weird there's expectation. There's been some, but
1: not probably as much as there should be, because I don't know if you'd heard a month or two ago about the um, allegations against Katy Perry. What happened? Katy Perry um, was accused of inappropriate behavior with dancers and mm-hmm. stuff, Um And people sort of just skirted past it.
0: Oh, I think a lot of people still are like, yeah, way to go, man. Congrats. Yeah,
1: it's like, oh, like, she's hot. Like, good for you. Why would you not be okay with that? And I mean, that's something that I think absolutely still we need some progress on. Because it's not okay. Absolutely. And, (laughs) that, like, it's just interesting looking at that. Because while that line was funny another thing that popped into my mind was, like, that wouldn't be funny if a man were to have said that.
0: No, it would be completely predatory. Yeah. But I think that these these high school players, this paints them more and more as, like, weird godlike celebrities. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Which, yeah, is very much a small town thing, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that in... Like my high school, I don't think you ever would have gotten that those sort of expectations. Of course, like it's not Texas and Arizona doesn't revere football quite as much as Texas does. Right.
0: Um,
1: but even I don't think that a school like in the suburbs of Dallas, where there are, you know, ten other high schools in that same sort like area, I don't think that they would be quite as revered.
0: Yeah. So it just is continually building up this set, and I yeah. love it. Like I, <laughs> I kind of do really want to move to Texas into a place exactly like Dylan. <laughs> I have wanted it for years. And, <laughs> uh, I just love this. I love this show. I love this setting. It cost it, of living be just makes great. sense. Oh, amazing! Right?
1: You should do that.
0: I should do that. Um, my next. Um, oh, I got
1: chills during one of the scenes, and my. The note that I took was in all caps, why am I getting chills? This is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) What scene? It was like when he got injured and everyone started doing the like, it was was an emotional scene.
0: It was. The music is amazing in this. Just it's always present and it's building at the right places and it just makes you think I, I love it. I love how they use the music to show. There was also a show. quick
1: minute when they sort of made me think that Jason Street was dead. And mm. then I was like, no, this is the first episode. That cannot be happening in the first episode. And so I got over it. But there was a minute where I was like, is he dead? And I was like, wait, no, that can't. No.
0: Earlier in the episode, before he gets hurt, he is with a bunch of, like, younger children who play football, and he leads them in a prayer. But right before that, one of the kids asks, do you think that God loves football? And then Jason Street says, I think that everyone loves football. And the kid says, me too.
1: I also took a note on that. It's my only other all caps quote. I think that, yeah, no, like I should have a category for all caps notes that I take. Uh Uh-huh. Um, okay, Jason. Not everyone loves football. You're dumb.
0: <laughs> but everyone in Dylan in West does. Texas in yeah. West Texas, and that's their whole world.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: that, that it is. It does kind of show how like myopic a lot of these people are, in that they don't really care what's going on outside of Dylan. And this is. But also, the main when you're in high forever. school, that's yeah. Sort that's of how you what feel. Life
1: is like, exactly. You don't. It's it's really hard in high school to expand that worldview.
0: Some more favorite lines include Texas Forever (laughs) and the best quote of the entire thing, which will be a quote of the week every week from here to the end of the show. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, what I wanted to guess.
0: Okay, guess for it.
1: (laughs) Because in my quotes I wrote this one down, and after it, I said, "Are they going to say this before every game?"
0: The answer is yes. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Same quote. <laughs> Same quote. It's the best. Do you have any other quotes? Yeah,
1: I don't have any more quotes. Um, cool,
0: we're done with quote time then. Yeah, we will get time. better at at. Um, organization segments. and segments and everything so if
1: and if, if there you... are any segments that any of our three listeners <laughs> want
0: just you know bring them up to us
1: yeah in any way that you can find because we don't have a twitter account we don't have an email we might we have phone numbers don't but i'm not gonna give them out <laughs> But I'm assuming that anyone watching that or listening to this episode probably knows us personally, so.
0: It's likely. Okay. Hottie of the Week. I think for this first week, we kind of need to do it just to explain the main people who are going to be eligible for Hottie of the Week. And there's going to be some different times. Maybe Coach Taylor will get in there someday.
1: Yeah, I feel like we should include Coach Taylor. Like, Yeah,
0: but he's not in the Hottie of the Week Category for this? Why? One. Like, because he's not the hottie of the week. Why? Because we've got Lila. We've got Tyra.
1: Okay. We... Lila is dramatic.
0: I know. 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 But she still like, that doesn't for negate her of hotness. Week. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think that we need to do this first one as kind of a gauntlet, a competition, a tournament, so that we can face each I just feel like you need off. to
1: give Coach Taylor a shot.
0: Okay, but not this week. I don't think he's haughty of the week for this one.
1: Fine, okay. You
0: can enter him in the in the conversation, I guess, but like...
1: I think I already have.
0: Okay, fine. Okay, so wild card Coach Taylor. Lila versus Tyra, who do you got?
1: <laughs> oh, Lila, absolutely.
0: Lila for se- this Tyra's first a- one?
1: Not a nice person.
0: I feel like Tyra wins overall as the seasons continue. I...
1: Well, spoiler alert.
0: Okay, shut up. But Lila definitely starts out stronger. Um, Then we've got Tim Riggins versus Matt Saracen. Who you got this first season, this first episode?
1: Well, so Tim's an alcoholic.
0: Yeah, but he's also hot.
1: Do I have to, like, factor out all external things ex- all things external to their hotness
0: no absolutely not because sometimes like maybe tim is gonna have an amazing play in some game and that is enough to propel him into hottie of the week like yeah
1: i'm gonna go with matt
0: okay why do you have matt for this one
1: because tim is an alcoholic
0: okay but he doesn't have the abs or the hair
1: matt or tim matt well yeah you're right he's definitely not my type But neither is Tim, so...
0: The next matchup is Jason Street versus Brian. Smash!
1: Okay, TBH. Oh, no, Brian is very attractive, though. But, like, Jason got injured, so I have to go Jason.
0: Okay, there's... The whole point of this is they're all hotties. It's just which one wins this week.
1: Yeah, so Jason has to win this week because he got injured. Consolation prize.
0: So, next next round we've got Matt versus Jason. Jason. Next round we've got Jason. <laughs> you disagree. Jason.
1: That was a long pause.
0: Man, I just don't like Jason Street to be honest. Like he is okay, I don't well, think he's as I haven't as gotten
1: hot. there yet.
0: You have though. I mean, in this first episode we still get a lot of like who they are. I
1: need to look at I, a picture I'm just again not to as into Jason.
0: Hot. Um, Okay, but for the purpose of this, I guess we can have Jason win. Do you really think that, like, breaking your back or whatever happens to him is a hotter move than winning the game and becoming hero?
1: He needs a consolation prize. He's got nothing in his life right now, man.
0: Okay, Jason. And (laughs) Jason versus Coach Taylor.
1: (laughs) Obviously, Coach Taylor.
0: Okay, so now we've got, for Hottie of the Week... Lila versus Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor, for sure. Here's the thing. I do completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking it was going to be either Tim Riggins or Coach Taylor for this first episode. Because, (laughs) like, I... Why did you fight
1: me so hard on bringing Coach Taylor into this, then?
0: I... You just... It needs to be justified.
1: He's a hottie.
0: But is he a straight hottie, or is he just a hottie because he's, like, who I want to be? He is... Well, he's not who I want
1: to be. Do you think I want to be Coach Taylor?
0: I don't know. Your life, you tell me it Weekly.
1: (laughs) Oh, you haven't gotten the update for this week yet?
0: Correct. The update is I
1: don't want to be Coach Taylor.
0: But I do. And so the winner of Hottie of the Week, episode one, season one, Coach Taylor. Congrats, Coach Taylor.
1: Yeah, congrats, Coach Taylor. We should have sound effects. We will. All right.
0: And we should. Do you have anything else to mention about this? What do you think's going to happen in the next little bit?
1: Um more football. Oof. Will there be Strong any take. swearing in this show because coach Taylor said horse crud?
0: It's NBC. So it follows the FCC rules of
1: what words are they allowed to say? I thought that they were allowed to say shit.
0: They are. There's... They won't do, like, some of the really hard ones, but we will get... I think we'll get a little bit of cussing, but not a ton.
1: Because they said can't horse... Remember. No one says horse crud.
0: Coach Taylor does.
1: I'll excuse it because he's haughty of the week, but... It's the only reason.
0: Next week... Since we'll actually have a little bit of a better idea of who's in this show, I think that hottie of the week needs to be justified by some sort of action and or look. They have to be hottie for that week. This is a pool of hotties. They're all freaking hot. We need more justification next week.
1: My justification? Oh, oh, so... Another interesting thing about our hottie of the week, he's, like, the only person who has done anything else.
0: Who's worked after the show? Yeah. Um, Landry has done a ton of work. Um, Connie Britton, his wife, has done a ton of work.
1: But none Um, of, like, the teens other than Landry. But, like, his claim to fame is the creepy guy in Game Night. I suppose and, he's done other things. And Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad,
0: dude. Uh, yeah, Which it's... is
1: bigger, Game Night or Breaking Bad. They're pretty, you know, <laughs> even, right?
0: You're right. Like, most of the teen actors don't have a ton of other work that I can think of, or at least that I've seen. Later Michael down, B. Jordan we do get in... Michael B. Jordan, who's just, you know, a super huge rock star at this point. But I
1: guarantee that any episode he is in, I will likely choose him for Hottie of the Week. That's fair. And I'm not sorry about it.
0: That's fair. So,
1: you know, that's where that's at.
0: So, this has been episode one of Friday Night Insights with Mackenzie and Sam. Please like and subscribe on iTunes or whatever.
1: (laughs) Download or...
0: Download it. Do
1: something. Listen, at least. If you're to this point, you've already listened.
0: Thanks for listening. Have... May your eyes be, uh, may, may your eyes be clear, your heart oh. full, and I hope you don't lose.
1: Clear eyes, full hearts, don't lose. Bye. Bye.